Hello dear friends and welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. Today is March 18th, 2020 and our episode for today will be episode number 122. So for those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, this is episode 122. You could probably go back and listen to previous episodes. This is Teacher D sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. And today we're going to continue with our series on the COVID-19 or uh, another name for that is coronavirus. Um, the first name that was given to this virus was coronavirus. And then the World Health Organization decided to give an official name, which is COVID-19. 19. COVID-19 because well, it actually started, uh, this virus came out in 2019 and then extended into 2020. So it's officially called COVID-19. But if you say coronavirus, a lot of people still understand what you're saying. And for, for some time now, we have been trying to uh, discuss certain words and expressions linked to this virus because that's the big news today if you watch tv or you read newspapers you listen to the radio you browse the internet the top news is about the coronavirus so um it's only normal that we talk about it so that some of you who are still Uh, struggling to improve your vocabulary in English, you could get used to some of the words and expressions that you hear very often. Um, in fact, um, this is this virus, at first it was an epidemic because it was just limited to a few countries, but now the World Health Organization has declared it a global pandemic. And last time I explained the word pandemic to mean that um, it's a health emergency that concerns almost all the countries of the world. As of now, about 130 countries have cases of COVID-19. So the World Health Organization has declared it a global pandemic. And so um, every country that already has some cases, they are trying to take some measures. They're trying to put in place some measures to contain the spread of the virus. So in today's episode, we are going to look at some um, key expressions that are very um, recurrent in discussions about this virus. So if you tune on to the news, You will also hear journalists and health experts using these expressions. Uh, the first one we're going to look at is social distancing. That's the first expression we're going to look at today. Social distancing. This is an expression you must have heard uh, many times on TV. Uh, most of the health officials and government officials, what they talk about is they want people to practice social distancing. What does that mean? Social distancing means um, 
trying to keep away from people that you usually spend a lot of time with. This is how you can understand it. So keeping away, keeping a safe distance from people that you normally spend a lot of time, play with, and, and, and stay together. So that's the meaning of social distancing is actually hard for some people to understand, but you need to look at specific examples. Um, social distancing means um, you don't go to social activities. You know, normally in English, when we say you want to socialize, when you socialize, it means you you want to join groups, you want to have group activities like um, share groups, uh, you want to go shopping together, you want to have a picnic together, you want to have a birthday party together with friends and classmates and workmates. So this kind of activities, you have to stay away from them. That's the real meaning of social distancing. So if, for instance, you were supposed to have your birthday and invite uh, maybe 20 friends to come over, maybe you are supposed to celebrate your birthday with all your classmates, this time you have to uh, distance yourself. So maybe you're going to celebrate your birthday alone in your room and probably turn on your webcam so that your friends can see you uh, having your cake and then you can talk online. That's social distancing. And sometimes you can even have social distancing within the family. Many health officials have advised that uh, within your family, if you have maybe someone showing symptoms of the virus, that person will have to, to stay away from the rest of the family members. So social distancing could also mean uh, a wife staying away from the husband or a child staying away from parents. So it, it's, it's, it's a very difficult thing to practice. Um, most people say it, let's practice social distancing but in actual fact it's very difficult for them to put that into practice but that is a major recommendation from health experts a lot of people are trying to practice social distancing and another important thing about social distancing is that it helps you to avoid body contact body contact refers to gestures that make you touch the body of another person. For example, a handshake. When you shake hands with somebody, you are actually touching them. Uh, cheek kissing. In some countries, the culture is to greet by kissing somebody's cheek or kissing somebody's forehead. So, uh, in some countries, you actually have to hug the person. You have to embrace the person. So, this kind of gestures um, are not okay if when it comes to uh, social distancing you're not supposed to greet people in that way hug people kiss people on the cheek kiss people on the forehead uh, or grab people by the shoulder and so on so that's another thing in social distancing you have to avoid body contact and all of this is done in an effort to contain the spread of the virus so that was one major uh, one major expression 
social distancing that I really wanted to uh, explain to you today and I guess right now you understand totally well what it means to distance yourself from other people socially don't make friends don't join groups and so on and we're moving on to the next expression the next expression is panic buying you must have heard about this expression panic p-a-n-i-c so panic buying how does this um, connect to the coronavirus well because um, there is a lockdown situation. Many countries are closing down uh, bars, um, restaurants, and major places, uh, scenic spots, places that people usually visit for sightseeing. The government is closing down these places and asking people to stay indoors. Last time we discussed the word quarantine, asking people to quarantine themselves. That means uh, to lock down yourself, to ground yourself in your home for a certain period of time. Um, that's what the government is recommending. Now, for that reason, a lot of people are worried about running short of supplies. Running short of supplies. Pay attention to that expression. To run short of supplies or to run out of supplies. I'm using phrasal verbs. If you run short of something, it means you don't have enough. If you run short of water, you don't have enough water. If you run short of toilet paper, it means you don't have enough toilet paper. And if you run out of something, it means you really don't have any. So if you run short of money, it means maybe you have just a little money left in your account. But if you run out of money, it means you really don't have any money left in your account. So uh, back to our explanation. Many people are worried about running short of supplies or running out of supplies. Many people are worried that in two weeks, they will probably not have anything at home to eat. They will probably not have drinking water, they will not have cooking oil, they will not have toilet paper, and so on. So this creates a situation where many people rush to the nearest supermarket and want to buy as many supplies as they can and stock. They want to stock a lot of things at home so that if they happen to stay locked down even for one month, they will have enough supplies. So this kind of situation is generally referred to as panic buying. So panic buying means you're buying in a rush and you're worried that you may not have enough. And there are some videos online you can actually, if you get on YouTube and you search panic buying, you will see how people are rushing into the supermarket and grabbing stuff, buying more than enough, more than they need. And some shelves in the supermarkets are actually empty because people really want to, um, to buy a lot of those things. So that's panic buying. And panic buying is one of the consequences of shutting down um, places and asking people to stay indoors. People are not allowed to go out and they're staying indoors to prevent the spread of the disease, but they need something to 
um, to, to survive on. They need food, they need water, they need basic things at home. So that's a very important expression too. Uh, in fact, panic buying is not a very good thing because if there is panic buying, it could lead to violence. It could lead to violence. Now, the last expression we're going to see for today is travel restrictions. Travel restrictions. You have travel restrictions and you also have travel ban. A travel restriction is a list of rules that control people traveling to a particular destination or traveling from a particular destination. So many countries right now have issued travel restrictions and travel bans, travel advisories. There is another word, travel advisory. A travel advisory is a kind of advice to warn you uh, against traveling to a particular destination and in this case it's because probably that destination is a hot spot for the virus so some countries will have put in place travel restrictions so one example of a travel restriction is if you travel from Europe to America you will have to quarantine yourself, you will have to take a test, you will have health experts checking your body temperature for symptoms because you are coming from a hot spot, a zone that has a lot of cases of COVID-19. Uh, in fact, in the case of Europe and America, they have a travel ban. The travel ban is much more serious. A travel ban means no travel from Europe to America. No travel. So when you hear of a travel ban, it's much more serious than a travel restriction. A travel restriction could mean that, okay, maybe some particular people can travel, like health officials, only health officials can travel. Uh, but a travel ban means nobody. Nobody comes in. Nobody comes in from that, uh, from that destination. So a lot of countries are shutting down their borders. A lot of countries have shut down their borders and issued travel restrictions and travel bans to some countries that have many, many cases of COVID-19. That's another thing that you will hear in the news very often these days. And if you are planning to travel, if you're planning to travel these days, the first thing to do is to search online and see whether your destination has restrictions. If your destination has a ban or some restrictions, you need to look into them before you decide to travel. So those are three major, three major expressions that I wanted us to discuss today. Let me review them. The first one was <clears throat> the first expression that um, we have discussed panic buying. We have discussed social distancing and then we have discussed travel destinations and travel bans. With that, we come to the end of our episode today because our 15 minutes are up. And this is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off. And I will see you in the next episode. Have a nice day and stay safe from COVID-19. Goodbye.